Welcome back to episode four of What the Fuck Are We Doing? Adulting on Your Own Terms. This week we're going to talk about utilizing your time for your best life. Do you ever feel like you need to do something and it's a super pressing task, but you also need to do another thing and that's a super pressing task? Well, if you do, you are not the only one because I spend most of my days debating whether or not I should go to the gym. And then when I finally go to the gym, I'm like, dude, I need to be working right now. Like I'm going to lose all my clients and have no money and be in the streets if I don't go home and work. But then when I'm working, I'm like, oh, I feel like I need to work out and I need to eat healthy and feel better. Yeah, it's it's like an ongoing process. Our minds, they just don't stop. It's, it's really frustrating. And I've certainly been there, but kind of on the opposite end where... I have gotten so like for example actually one time before I moved to New York I was I was visiting Lily and we were sitting in a coffee shop and I had all of these photos that I needed to to edit on Lightroom <laughs> so I was sitting there for I don't know maybe two hours I thought I figured it out I had just gotten Lightroom which for, for those of you who don't know it's an Adobe program for editing photos. Mind you, this was supposed to be a really productive day. We had plans to do, like, all these, like, personal development things, professional development things, and, like, teach each other. And we were so ready to just be productive. And so I was doing it. I had my workflow. And then I realized that I didn't know how to use Lightroom. And I had wasted maybe 12 hours before that doing things that just didn't matter. So then I was like, okay, I need to sit there and I need to do this all right now. But I was so stressed out by the fact that I didn't know how to use Lightroom that I sat there for the next, I don't know, maybe four hours stressed out and crying, getting literally nothing done. So yeah, it's frustrating because I didn't know how to use Lightroom and I had spent all those hours before, you know, doing things that were a waste of time. But then I was wasting more time stressed out about the fact that I had wasted time, that it was a complete waste of time altogether if I were to have just used those hours productively. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's really hard to get out of that mindset and you, you ruminate on something and you can't take your focus off of that one thing like Lightroom or whatever it may be. Or while you're at the gym and then you're thinking about working and while you're, yeah. the, you're working and thinking about the gym. So It's like the monkey brain thing where you need to be able to manage your anxiety, but it's really hard to do. It's easier said than done. Right. And so then you're thinking about managing your anxiety, but then you're not even thinking about the fact that the reason why you're managing your anxiety is so you can be more productive. So that's a handful, but we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit about kind of the, the best ways that we have learned and are learning to manage our time to be the most productive and kind of how, yeah, the, the best way is the best way is to kind of counteract our crazy, crazy little heads. Yeah. And working for yourself and working, you know, a nine to five or whatever kind of job you're working, working in general is stressful. And I feel like work life balance is something I hear at least once a week when I'm walking in the streets of Williamsburg randomly. People are like, do you have work life balance? And most people are like, no, what's that? Right. So, because yeah. our society doesn't really encourage or even talk so much about anxiety. And I don't really know why, because if you're if you're anxious, you're not productive. And the, the work that we're doing, whether it's for yourself or for a company or whatever, it's stressful. And anxiety is normal. And we yeah. need to talk about it. Everybody totally. needs to talk about it. And 
So Carly and I love, love, love reading articles. And actually ever since, I guess, maybe sophomore, junior year of college, I would always be sending her articles and she'd be like, you're so good at finding these articles. Like, how do you do this? Like, you should have a website or something. And they're usually self-help, inspirational, kind of some of them touch on mindfulness, anxiety, that kind of stuff. But then Carly started getting really good at finding articles too. I did, I did. (laughs) And now we both basically just send each other articles all day. And sometimes it feels, going along with this whole feeling like I'm not being productive thing, I feel like I really want to read this article and it's not productive, but we've kind of come to the conclusion that anything you do for personal development and anything you're reading is kind of, you're gaining more knowledge and it is productive. And it's, it's, it's all correlated, like she said. So maybe you feel like in your eight hour workday or the three hours that you're allotting to one thing are everybody works differently. So if reading an article for 20 minutes is a break period that gets you back into a better headspace, do it, do it. Yeah. And today we want to share an article with you, not the whole article evidently, but just a couple key points that kind of relate to ways that we manage anxiety and ways that we utilize our time for our best life. Um, And it's called Work Smarter, Not Harder, 21 Time Management Tips to Hack Productivity. And so the first one we want to talk about is learning to say no. Yeah. So this one one resonates with me a lot. I am one who is very easily distracted, very excited by a lot of things. If somebody's like, do you want to go out? Yes. Do you want to get dinner? Yes. Blah, 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 blah. However, once I uh, started my own business and moved to New York and I have bills to pay, things to do, time especially, I've realized that time is the most, which I've talked about every single episode, but time is the most important resource that you have. And so as fun as it may be to go and grab a drink or do this at whatever time, I have learned to say no to a lot of things. And it's hard every single time. But you have to think about if getting that drink or watching that show or doing whatever seems really useful at the time, is that going to be helping you with whatever you're going to be doing Mm -hmm. or whatever you want to be focusing on? Totally. I agree. And I also think along with that, it can be really hard because sometimes you, you want to, you don't want to let someone down and you feel bad that you're not going to do something they want to do. Even So you might end up doing it just because you're like, you know what, this person's my friend. I don't want to do this. I don't have the time for this, but I'm going to do it because I care about them. And sometimes I get that, but a lot of times you feel even better when you're honest and you're like, Hey, I don't want to do this. And I have a lot of, of work to do, or I want to read a book and take a bath. Or I don't want to do anything, um, but I hope you have fun. And you know what? You realize it's not that big of a deal, and they're still going to be your friend. If they're a family member, even better. They're still loving no matter what. But you'll be resenting them and yourself if you do something that doesn't feel right for you. Yeah. It's like ghosting somebody. That doesn't feel good for them or you. Mm -hmm. Just tell them. Yeah. (laughs) It's the same thing. Communication. Yeah, and it goes back to that. So say no. It's okay, and it's good. It's good. And you'll feel better. Try it today. Just try saying no to one thing. I'm going to try that today. Yeah, I'm going to say no to the sour straws that I keep getting because it's not making me feel good. It's Amazing. A temp- it's, it's a temptation. Yeah. I, I need to stop. So that, yeah. good challenge, good challenge. Great. I don't know what I'm going to say no to yet, but I'll come back by the end of this podcast and have you. We'll, we'll let you know how we did. <laughs> okay, so another topic in this article that we found on creativity um, and you know how to manage your time is getting an early start. So this really, I would say, pertains more to me. And I guess we could even kind of make this into a new point, which is that work when when you work best. 
So for me, if I have the ability to go to bed early and wake up at 6 a.m., go to yoga class, start my work by 7.30, I'm so productive. I love being awake before everyone else is. I like sending all my emails out before I've even received one, hopefully. And (laughs) it just feels good to me. So working at a time that works for you. And you know when you're most productive. For me, I know at 3 p.m., I'm the most unproductive person. I'm not usually in a good mood around 3 p.m. because I'm usually a little bit hungry, need a snack, can't go on my computer, feel frustrated, feel like everything sucks. So I I know that working in the morning is good for me. And I need to, even right now in my life, I need to prioritize waking up earlier and doing my work at a time that works for me, which I'm sometimes doing, but sometimes not. So that's a goal that I'm working on. Yeah. And for me, I'm not an early person. And my whole life, people have told me, get up early, do your things. And I wasn't productive and I was tired, not getting anything done. So like Lily said, it's finding the times that you are productive. For me, like I work best at 3 p.m. when Lily is tired. So we don't ever record these podcasts at 3 p.m. because it's just not good for either of us. No. And to interject quickly, (laughs) when we started today recording, I was so distracted by other things and I could not wrap my head around like getting started with this podcast. I was talking about all my other things I had to do today and sending back emails and Carly was like, I screamed at her. She was like, just do it. Just do what you need to do right now quickly or not even quickly. Just do it. And then we'll get started on the podcast. I screamed at her and it's it's the whole point of what we're talking about. And she did that. And now she's set up for the day and ready to focus on the podcast Mm -hmm. because it's using your time productively and using, using your time. What, what, what is good for you? Yeah. Maybe in the morning, like a good thing that I want to try to do that might be helpful for you guys too is write down one thing that if you get that done today, it will relieve you. Like one thing, one task, one whatever it may be. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. But basically, if, if you think that getting up early is going to make you most productive, do it. If you think working at 1 a.m., which a lot of times is the case for me, mm-hmm. do it. Fuck society. Do what's best for you. Yeah. And I know recently... Carly, you became vegan and it totally changed your life. And we'll definitely go more in depth um, into this on another episode. But alongside, along with productivity, to be productive, you need to be living a healthy life. And that includes exercise, however that may be for you, or maybe it's a walk in the park, maybe it's super vigorous workout and diet. So that's important. I know like a lot of times when I heard this, like I've never been one to work out. I still don't really work out. Um, and I don't necessarily go on any healthy diets or anything like that. Whenever I would see that, I was like, okay, that's, that's a load of shit. Like, okay, you need to (laughs) eat broccoli to be better at your work. That's kind of how I thought about it. Um, and like Lily said, I'll go into kind of the details of my decision to go vegan later, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't initially to be healthy. And I'm, I'm really leading a much healthier lifestyle, which I didn't even know when I started it. And I've seen my productivity levels go up entirely and it's, it still shocks me every day how correlated these things are. And I've also been really, really into spirituality and mindfulness lately. And those, that and eating healthy and I am more active walking in New York, it really makes a huge difference for my productivity. And it's as much as I didn't want to ever believe it, Mm -hmm. it is the most true thing ever. So even if it seems like, oh, no, I'm just going to grab a slice of pizza, which, of course, is okay, you know, whatever whatever works for you. But remember that you need to take care of your body. If, yeah. you're, if you're going in hungover every day to work and you feel like shit, 
are you gonna, not are you going to feel good about yourself? Are you going to feel good about the work that you're doing? Yeah. No, you're going to want to go home and sleep. And that's, yeah. we've all been there, but. And really monitor like what you eat, like kind of just like check in with yourself and be like, do I feel good? And like, sometimes it's nice to have that slice of pizza, but also I've been feeling really good lately eating a more plant heavy diet and just realizing, oh, I feel really good after I eat this and, and kind of you're, you change your mindset in a way and it gives you more energy um, it's not for everyone, but find what works for you. Find what kind of, you know, eating schedule, what kind of foods, what kind of exercise makes you feel the best and go with it. And you don't always, and I love coffee, but you don't always have to rely on coffee to feel energized. If you have a really balanced diet, you're gonna end sleep schedule and exercise, whatever makes you feel best. You might not need to rely on coffee or Adderall or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. So just keep that in mind. It, it really is... For someone who never believed in that, I can be the first one to tell you. And yeah, it, it works. And I would vouch for that as well. I, I don't drink much coffee anymore and my anxiety levels have gone down dramatically. So even replacing it with like something like green tea, just try it out. Try limiting your coffee. I know that's a big thing for productivity. People are like, I need my coffee, but try to kind of back away from it and you'll feel empowered. Yeah. What was the last one we wanted to talk about was use your waiting time. Yes. So I love this one. I think I've mentioned many times in here that I love to read and we both love to read articles, books, whatever. Um, think about no matter where you're living, think about how much time you're waiting. Even if it's five minutes here, five minutes there, 20 minutes here, whether you're sitting at a traffic light, whether you're waiting in line for something or you're on the subway, those are precious minutes of your time that you're likely spending on social media, Mm -hmm. staring at nothing. And no matter what point you're at in your life, if you're in school, if you're working, if you're working for yourself, if you're on your way to a gig, you have something that you can do in that waiting time. You can, if you're in school, you can read a book, if a textbook, you can get some work done, study. If you're not, you can maybe answer a few emails or even do something for yourself, like read an article. Listen to our podcast. (laughs) Yeah, listen to our podcast. But there's so many more, there's so much more time in a day than we really kind of give it credit for. Mm -hmm. And don't let, if you have a 30 minute commute here, a 30 minute commute there, and then you have an hour at lunch and then maybe 20 minutes while you're waiting for the grocery line. That is a large chunk of time that you could be doing anything. Yeah. Always like if you like to read or you're trying to read more, get the Kindle app on your phone. You have Mm -hmm. a book on your phone or carry a book with you. Listen to podcasts. Mm -hmm. And it really does make you feel more productive. At least in my case, I, I feel sometimes like, anxious I get anxiety a lot but I feel super anxious when I'm not doing anything and I'm sitting on the subway or walking and staring and but sometimes it is nice to listen to music or a podcast or read your book while you're on the subway and it or wherever you may be you know if you're driving listen to the radio listen to NPR something that will fulfill you something that's interesting to you and make the most of your time because those like Carly said those small 10 minute increments add up yeah and just go have that real quick I do want to reiterate, um, as much as it is important to utilize your time for productivity, going back to feeling good, a lot of that also comes from doing nothing or winding Mm -hmm. down. So if you feel like you need to take a 30-minute break to literally sleep or just meditate or stare at the ceiling, (laughs) if you feel like that is productive for you, which when I was crying for eight hours about my Adobe Lightroom fiasco, 
I needed to just take 20 minutes rather than sit there and waste time. I needed that. So that, that goes along with productivity is taking the time to rest and to let your body and your mind relax. Mm -hmm. So it's really important. I mean, even no matter what type of career you're in, if you're not working, if you're working, whatever you're doing in life, you need to realize that you deserve, you are enough as you are right now. And you need to take care of yourself. And just because something might not be going your way or you might not be as productive as you would have hoped for, you still deserve that time to just sit there or do whatever it is that makes you feel good that is not productive. That is something... Because it is productive. Yeah. It, it helps you regenerate. You know, it's something you need. It's You have to do things for yourself and you have to realize that doing nothing and just taking a break is super important. It, it, just, it all boils down to the fact that you're going to do better work when you feel good. So whatever it is that makes you feel good, do it. Yeah, totally agree. And we kind of, so Carly and I also love quotes. Yeah. And we wanted My to. My room is like out of control with inspirational quotes. It's great. But whatever. So Carly found this quote. She's been really into Alan Watts lately, if you've heard of him. Yes. Alan Watts is basically a Zen philosopher who brought a lot of Eastern ideologies to the West like I said, I'm really into spirituality these days. Well, we'll leave you with a quote from Alan Watts. He says, no amount of anxiety makes any difference to anything that is going to happen. So I'll let you guys kind of think about that. that. One. But um, he's great. You should look up Alan Watts. I'm going to talk about him a lot more, though. He's, he's awesome. I think that that's it for today, right? Yeah. So go use your time productively. Go kill it. Um... Say no to something today. Say no. Just feel good. Remember that worrying isn't going to change the outcome. So even if you do find yourself worrying, just realize, oh, this is all in my mind and it's not going to change the outcome. Action is what will change the outcome. Yeah. So life is too short to not live life to the fullest and, lo and love life and love what you're doing. Cliche, but true. Bye, friends. <laughs>